Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Thanks for kicking it with me here on The Fan. Plenty left to chop it up about here in the show. At 8 o'clock, we'll switch things over to the hardwood. I'll be joined by NBA TV's Chris Miles to talk all things hoops, including your Wizards, who pulled off another big-time trade today. That's at 8 o'clock, so you'll definitely want to stick around for that. Joining me right now, though, on the BetQL guest hotline, Bet Smarter, Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today is NBC Sports Washington Commanders insider Pete Haley. You can follow him on Twitter at Pete Haley NBCS. Pedro, what's shaking, my man? Uh, not a whole lot is shaking, Linnell. <laughs> uh, with the with the Terry McLaurin news happening yesterday, I hope it continues that way. Of course, there's going to be some Snyder stuff, I'm sure, coming out in the near future. But for now, for very, very right now, all things are calm in Commanders land. Living in the moment, trying to tread lightly. Uh, obviously, you mentioned it. I know you have a much more fun covering uh, stories like yesterday with the Terry McLaurin extension uh, in, in comparison to what you've been covering with Dan Snyder's just evil, wicked saga. But give me your thoughts, uh, initial thoughts, on, on the uh, Terry McLaurin extension, Pete. Obviously, this front office getting something done and finally following through on something. Yes, I think it was important for one of Ron's proclamations all of his public statements to come through yeah. in this situation. There have been times in the past where he says one thing and the team goes in another direction, uh, whether it's something as small as keeping Dustin Hopkins or getting rid of him. He said that he's going to stick with Dustin and eventually cut him or, or more serious stuff about quarterback. Well, in this instance, Ron has always maintained they keep Terry, and that's exactly what happened. Um, in terms of the numbers, maybe I was a little surprised that it was only three years instead of a four- or five-year deal. But remember, Terry's got this season still on his rookie right. agreement, and then we'll get three fresh and much more uh, well-compensated seasons after that. The money is pretty appropriate. Terry gets about what A.J. Brown got, a, a little more in guarantees, which feels totally fair and right for both sides. And, I mean, the, the guy's everything you want in a player and in a person, so – there is no complaints from me. I don't think there's any complaints from the team or the player. It's a win, 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 win for all involved. As you mentioned, a big win and another small victory, like you mentioned, for Terry McLaurin, only signing a three-year deal, uh, him being, I believe he's, what, age 26 or 27, getting another chance to get a big bite at that apple uh, to potentially get another payday here down the line. Um, Pete, you've been at every practice this offseason from, from the – voluntary OTAs all the way up to the mandatory minicamp. Still a long way to go, but what has stood out to you the most so far uh, on the field? I'll keep it with wide receivers, um, and it's it's going to be Jahan Dotson's pretty rapid 
uh, ascension and fitting in with this offense. I mean, the things you heard about him after we, he was drafted was maturity, polish, exceptional hands, and just a guy who can be counted on at all levels. I mean, at Penn State, they didn't really have a very good quarterback, and they weren't um, the most prolific passing attack in college football. But when they wanted to go to Jahan, he could get open no matter what the defenses were doing, and that felt like a theme in the offseason here with Washington. Of course, McClure not being there, Logan Thomas being on the sidelines. There are some targets to be had, but Carson Wentz just basically refused to look anyone else's way other than Jahan Dotson when those two were on the field. So um, Dotson, where he fits in overall, if Curtis Samuel's healthy, when McLaurin comes back, he might not put up giant numbers just because he won't be required to. But if there is an injury to Samuel or if there is something going on where McLaurin and Wentz's chemistry is a bit lacking because they missed some time in the summer, I have complete faith that Dotson is going to be able to contribute to this offense and do so for many, many years after this one. Nothing you love to hear more, Pete, than your first-round wide receiver doing first-round wide receiver things. Uh, We'll switch things over to the defense uh, here, though, Pete. What is your level of concern about the edge rusher spot for this team? Obviously, well-documented Chase Young coming off the uh, major ACL tear a season ago, and the depth behind them is concerning, uh, in my opinion. Not a lot of household names behind him and Montez Sweat, and obviously a big year needed out of number 90. Uh, what is your expectation for, for the edge rusher spot right now? Your concern is warranted. And look, this could be a spot that come October when guys are healthy and if this offense is better, they're being allowed to rush the passer more. Everybody is just loving and it's a party in the backfield and sacks are yep. coming in all over the place. However, until I see that, I'm going to be pretty anxious because we're not sure of Chase Young's date for his return. If it's not in week one, if he has to wait a couple more weeks, I wouldn't be surprised. Montez Sweat, clearly gifted, talented, insane size, but his career high in sacks is nine. He averages seven so far through three professional seasons. Last year he had injuries, he had a COVID bout, and he had some family tragedy that he had to deal with, so he wasn't available all that much. So your two supposed studs have some roadblocks uh, in between them and becoming those studs. And behind them, Yes, it's a bunch of just average to smaller-name guys that the team is hoping one or two surprises them, whether it's seventh-rounders in Chaka Tony and William Bradley King, a free agent find in F.A. Obata, other guys, undrafted players like Daniel Wise, Casey Tuhill. Like, it's, it's very mixed slash thin behind the starters, and the starters themselves are uh, question marks, too. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a spot that could be... An A, maybe even an A plus, but right now I feel I feel like it's middle of the pack at best. I agree with you. Definitely going to be one of the bigger X factors uh, heading into September for this group. Joining me right now on the BetQL guest hotline, Bet Smarter, Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today. Is NBC Sports Washington Commanders insider Pete Haley? You can follow him on Twitter at Pete Haley NBCS. And Pete will take things back to the field here. Since you've been covering this team. Do you remember, you know, a staff putting this level of pressure on themselves heading into the season? All we've heard all offseason, anytime Ron and company get in front of a microphone is year three, how important it is for year three, how we expect to take this ginormous step. Do you remember any, anybody doing this in previous seasons, and how do you think it ends up playing out for them? It definitely does feel more severe 
than anything I ever heard from Gruden, even when Gruden's seat was really hot at times. Um, and he was really the only other coach that I've seen day to day. But for sure, Ron, as every time you talk about year three, he talks about big steps. Del Rio, when he's not spouting off about things that cause massive <laughs> controversies, he is he is definitely aware of the pressure that's on him because he has a reputation of being a pretty solid defensive coach, and he did that in his first year. But last year, this defense was pretty dreadful. And then Scott Turner, who earned an extension this past offseason, that offense under him, and there's been many factors that have complicated this, but it hasn't really produced to a, a – mid-teens, top 10 sort of level. So the three main guys are definitely facing scrutiny, and I'm glad they're aware of it, and I'm glad that they're coaching like it. There needs to be urgency. There needs to be intent to make this team really progress because seven wins, seven wins, sure, that's steady, but uh, steady is only acceptable for about a couple years, and now people are going to want more. So um, I don't necessarily think – Ron is coaching for his job. Like, if, unless they go three and fourteen, then maybe he would be fired. But I would, if I was in charge, would be putting that sort of um, stakes behind him because, look, it, it's fine to be mediocre-ish when you're dealing with all this off the field stuff when you first get settled in. But I'm not paying you all these millions of dollars to then just hang out in the NFCs and stay relevant until mid-December. You need to start really uh, competing and contending. And you got the quarterback that you want, apparently, to lead you that way. Yeah, they got everything you know that you could ask for right now. They've got it. Uh, update me on this injury situation. Obviously, that's going to be critical in the success of Ron Rivera and this regime during year three. Can you give me an update on guys like Logan Thomas, Chase Young, and Chase Roulier, and when we can expect to see them? And do you even expect them to start training camp on time? Yeah, the, the pair of Chases, everybody wants to talk about Chase Young and understandably so that Rio is, is important in his own right. Now we saw him just at the end of minicamp for the first time put on a helmet and push a sled around on the side field. He wasn't doing anything with the team, but he's coming back from a really uh, nasty sort of broken leg against the Broncos right before the bye week last year. So he's the, he's the earliest injury compared to those three that you asked about, but he said there are some complications to the surgeries that he's had. I would expect him to be at training camp and, and participate slowly but surely. And my guess right now for him would be ready for week one. Maybe he starts on pup, but I think he's got the best chance to be a week one player. Second, I think it would be Logan Thomas, and this is more of a hunch. It's not like we've heard concretely from coaches or the training staff about where Logan is versus Chase, but uh, Logan sounds pretty confident. He's been at the facility working really hard and and committed to this rehab, and he is really, uh, you know, desperate to be back by the opener. Chase certainly has that desperation too, but he's been in Colorado um, doing stuff on his own, and while the team and Chase seem to be on the same page with that, um, it, there, there was some, you know, things where they had to take the, I forget the total specifics, but I think they took the patella part of his patella tendon from his one leg and put it in yeah. with the ACL from the other, like there was a graft going on. So it sounded like that was a little dicier and maybe involved some, some advanced steps that weren't necessarily needed for Logan. So I go chase Roulier, probably back for week one, Logan Thomas, maybe back for week one, chase young. I'd say week three-ish, and that's that's just my best estimation right now. Yeah, obviously the other guys are going to have to step up in, their, in those guys' absences. 
we got to let you go here, Pete, so I'll get you out of here uh, with something quick here. Play a little game. Let's go stock up, stock down. I'll read you off some names. You give me stock up, stock down. Uh, let's go Let's go, Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat, uh, and this is such a boring answer to start what could be a really fun game. I'm going to say stock going nowhere. Um, oh, wow. Like I said, okay. like I said he, he's, he's got a, a big uh, you know, expectations, but – Right now, he, he skipped a little bit of the early part of the offseason, and I, I didn't see much to indicate one way or the other. I think he's a good player, but uh, I, I haven't been motivated or inspired to change my opinion of him too much. Deami Brown, stock up, stock down. Stock slightly down. Now, Carson Wentz's uh, acquisition should help that stock eventually go up, but he still felt a bit uninvolved at camp which you would have liked to have not been the case since McLaurin was not around. Uh, let's go. Charles Leno. Stock up. Um, I When they signed him last year, I assumed he was just a bit of an average left tackle. He proved to be better than that last year and got that nice contract right at the end of the season. So Leno, I thought, might have been just a soft gap, but he could be a, a starting left tackle for another two or three seasons here in Washington. Another free agent acquisition for the team. Safety, Bobby McCain. Stock up, stock down. Stock up on him as well. He, he seemed to get more comfortable. This whole secondary is talking about how their chemistry is going to be better because they are all returning after last season. And McCain um, did well down the stretch. I, I don't count what he did in Week 18 as much because he picked off Jake Fromm, which yeah. probably shouldn't even be counted in the official NFL record books. Yes, I think you would have had at least one interception. Not sure you would have taken one back to the house. I don't know what your you're speed sleep, is like. He, but you're sleep. You're sleep on the regardless, speed. Regardless, McCain is respected. He's a good communicator, and I think he helps in some subtle ways. So stock up for him. I appreciate you joining me, Pete. Stock up for you when it comes to the <laughs> Washington Commanders beat report to keep representing for the young guys. Yes, thank you. Thanks. I'm glad we finally made this work. I'm sorry for rejecting you over text a few times. <laughs> no, you're good. I owe you one. I've been uh, rejected over text thing, multiple times in my life. Man, I'm, so. I'm sure you have. And I, <laughs> I look forward to doing it again in the future. <laughs> Pete Haley giving me some time. I want to appreciate him joining me on the BetQL guest hotline. Always a good time catching up with Pete. You can read his work on NBCSportsWashington.com. When we come back, I'll tell you which rookie quarterback that needs to succeed has really struggled during his team's OTAs, and his stock is trending down heading into training camp. Don't move a muscle. Ride with me. Listening to 106.7 The Fan. We're also streaming live nationally on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. I'm Liddell Willingham. This is The Fan. Appreciate you all choosing to make me a part of your Wednesday night. Still plenty to get to at the top of the hour. I'll be joined by NBA TV's Chris Miles to talk all things hoops, including your Wizards, who pulled off another big-time trade today. So that's at 8 o'clock. You definitely want to stick around for that. But I want to keep things on the gridiron here for a second um, because... I came across a story yesterday on The Athletic that really, really caught my attention. Um, As I mentioned earlier, we're just about a month away from training camp, the National Football League. So there's definitely going to be some storylines that I'll be keeping my eyes uh, open for heading into late July. And we got one already. (laughs) We got one already. What I saw yesterday from Mark Caboli of The Athletic uh, who is a senior writer for the Steelers uh, for The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark Caboli. That's M-A-R-K-K-A-B-O-L-Y. He was quoted in a piece for The Athletic saying, quote, rookie first-round pick Kenny Pickett worked exclusively with the third-team offense during the Steelers' offseason program. Caboli adds, barring something unforeseen, free agent signing Mitch Trubisky in the driver's seat to be the Steelers' week one starter. Now, a lot of emotions uh, for myself when I saw this report from Kaboli. You know, it instantly makes me go back and think, well, let's, let's see the situations of when my team, our team, family, the Washington Commanders have had a rookie quarterback at the helm or drafted a rookie quarterback. The first one uh, I think about, uh, from my fandom that I really vividly remember is Robert Griffin III. And obviously, completely different set of circumstances with the drafting of RG3 uh, and the drafting of Kenny Pickett. Obviously, well-documented the amount of draft capital that Washington gave up in order to acquire RG3 second overall uh, back in the 2012 NFL draft. Kenny Pickett, a little bit of a different story. Um well-documented this past year, the lack of buzz, I'll call it, around the quarterback position heading in uh, to the 2022 NFL Draft. Kenny Pickett ends up being the only quarterback taken in the first round, but coming off just a stellar 
senior season at the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, we saw him deal with a lot of injuries uh, at Pittsburgh, but the one thing that the scouts and everybody you talked to loved about Pickett was the growth that this young man showed throughout his collegiate career. He did a really nice job just getting better uh, each and every year. Um, you saw in 2021 the culmination of that growth, throwing for 4,300 yards, 42 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Really saw the growth and maturation of Kenny Pickett. But during the pre-draft process, as they do with every young quarterback, you saw his game really start to get picked apart. <laughs> no pun intended. His last name is Pickett. I'm a wise guy. Um, <laughs> you saw them really start to, to pick his game apart. And, you know, there was rumblings of whether or not Malik Willis, the kid from Liberty, would end up leapfrogging him in the pre-draft rankings. But all in all, Pickett ends up being the first quarterback taken. And he goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team – who was very familiar with his skill set and talent um, based on him playing, you know, his home games at Heinz Field uh, with, with the University of Pittsburgh. So they knew him pretty well as a prospect, got a chance on numerous occasions to get an up-close-and-personal look at this young man. It seemed like one of the more ideal fits uh, in, in, this, in this draft. But when the Steelers made the move, to acquire Mitch Trubisky via free agency and sign him to the contract that they did, um, in my opinion, just from a team-building, roster-building perspective in just where the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now, I was like, well, it doesn't make too much sense for them to go out and get a quarterback. And we continued throughout the entire draft process to hear them be linked to Kenny Pickett, be linked to Malik Willis. And as the draft is, you know, heading out and making its way and playing its way out. You see no quarterbacks coming off the board. The Steelers uh, on the clock, I believe it was 20th that they picked. Back end of the first round, they pulled the trigger and take Kenny Pickett. And immediately when this decision was made by the Pittsburgh Brass, immediate pause from my perspective. Because I look at it like this. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you had much more pressing needs uh, than the quarterback position, seeing that you just invested not big-time money by any stretch of the imagination. You gave pretty much a prove-it deal to Mitchell Trubisky to come in here and try to be the stopgap for you at the quarterback position. And from all accounts, you know, even the way it looks right now, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky was going to be your guy heading into week one, and you're going to give him an opportunity for a young quarterback that's really, I believe, only 26, 27 years old. You're going to give him the opportunity to right his wrongs, give him a second chance to potentially be an everyday starter in this league. And I think if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you got to be looking at Mitch Trubisky like, man, maybe this guy could take us uh, into the future. He's still young enough. But when you make the decision to draft a quarterback in the first round and you're, this is the current situation that you've got in your quarterback room, it just didn't make too much sense to me. Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that's got plenty of talent, specifically on the defensive side of the ball, arguably the best defensive player in football, talking about T.J. Watt, 
the heart and soul of that unit. You got arguably the best safety in football, Lamika Fitzpatrick. There are building blocks on this Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And offensively, they were just a quarterback away, it felt like, a season ago from being a team that can make noise in the postseason because of just how good their defense is. But like I mentioned, the Pittsburgh Steelers had more glaring pressing issues than the quarterback position. So it was interesting. And quite frankly, I might sound like a hater. It felt good to see, in my opinion, the Pittsburgh Steelers do something irresponsible for once. Because that's how I feel about the selection of Kenny Pickett with your first overall pick. It's irresponsible. You have other pressing holes. You lost Juju Smith-Schuster at the wide receiver position. You lose James Washington in free agency at the wide receiver position. Your offensive line has holes on it. Your running game got a nice man in the backfield in Najee Harris, but he could have used some guys in front of him to help block. You could have added some more weapons. You could have added a better tight end for Mitch Trubisky to throw the football to, but they choose to go with the quarterback. And according to Mark Caboli of The Athletic, it ain't looking so hot right now for, for, for Mr. Kenny Pickett. Receiving third team reps, third team reps and OTAs in mandatory minicamp, your first round pick, not off to a hot start. And I definitely think this is something that we should be paying specific attention to as the offseason continues to play on. I mentioned this to, to ask you guys this question. I'll put it out there on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can tap in with me on Twitter as well. Which rookie quarterback do you see getting the first chance to start? Betting money <laughs> says it's not going to be Pittsburgh Steelers rookie Kenny Pickett. Speaking of QBs in the NFL, one QB that took his team to the playoffs in 2021 is having his toughness question by some of his former teammates, and they did it on a very prominent podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll have that colorful audio for you next. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan. We're also streaming live nationally on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
Welcome back. Well, no, Willingham here with you on the fan until 10 o'clock tonight. Before I hand things over to my man JR and the JR Sport Brief Show, make sure you stay tuned to keep it locked at 1067 the fan to check him out as well. I want to get to what I teased going into the break because, you know, it's rare that you get to see guys and former athletes go on these huge platforms and get spicy with an opinion about a former teammate. A lot of the times you see guys take the high road because ultimately guys don't want to be in drama. Well, newsflash, things got unchy on the I Am Athlete podcast a few days ago. Take a listen. In New England, y'all do a great job of keeping things in-house and eliminate distractions, but don't mean that y'all don't have them. Oh, yeah. Y'all have them. Y'all just do a great job of keeping it close, right? Can you read this for me? (laughs) He passed it to my guy. What is this? Just read it. Going to jail. Here's the quote from Bennett. Bro, we lost two games. One of them was because Jimmy Coppola was being a... Hmm. He decided not to play right before the game. Jacoby Brissett came out and played with a <laughs> up thumb and played his heart out. But Jimmy was being a about it all. Bennett said, hmm. That's why he, you can't win with a for a quarterback, first of all. That was the thing with him. He didn't want to come out and do anything because his agent was trying to protect his body or something like that. Hmm. Which, I can't fault him for that, but, like, you should have made the decision on Thursday. Now it's Sunday. Quote from Martellus Bennett. Week three, like the first quarter against the Buffalo Bills or the Jets, and he hurts his non-throwing shoulder, his left shoulder. And uh, Jacoby came in, led us to a win. In the next week, but in the game, Jacoby. Was that a big deal, like the the non throwing shoulder? I mean, I don't know. We're all football players here, but Jacoby broke it. He he tore his ligaments in his thumb. In the 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 win against the the week three team, and so we go into week four, and you know I guess you know Jimmy was practicing and then, you know, decided not to play, and and Jacoby played with, you know, no ligaments in his thumb, which you can't do that as a quarterback. Yeah. You can't. Grip and if it's your left, and a lot of a lot of guys got mad about it. A lot of guys got mad. I'm not gonna lie, I got mad about it. You know, I sacrificed my body all day long. I was taking shots for this, numbing up that ribs, broken ribs, shoulders. You know, grade three, hanging on by limbs, just to play. You know, and you know, I, I can understand why Hardy thinks like that. That was Julian Edelman. Uh, and Brandon Marshall on the I Am Athlete podcast. I'm sure if you guys are familiar with them, know they do great stuff over there. I Am Athlete. Brandon Marshall really doing a nice job peeling the curtain back and letting you see, like, you know, these talks and conversations and what it's like in a locker room, especially at the NFL level, because I never got to make it that far, obviously. But I have been inside of a college football locker room. Discussions like that happen all the time. That is that is not a surprise to me. The surprise to me is that normally that stuff stays in house. Normally that that dirty laundry don't get aired out. Normally you put that in a in a plastic uh, plastic bag and hide it under your bed. Now when your folks tell you clean your room up and you try to throw everything in the closet, 
That that is the that type of information usually does not make its way out. And it's so interesting because Julian Edelman is as tough as they come. Uh, well documented, uh, all, all the remedies and treatments he used to have to go through in order to play uh, toward the end of his career, really struggled with knee injuries. He's, he's somebody that is just as tough as they come and a hard worker, former college quarterback, remade himself at the next level to be one of the premier slot wide receivers this league has ever seen. So for him to have that type of perspective on Jimmy Garoppolo is so interesting to me, and here's why. Jimmy Garoppolo in 2022, you couldn't get anybody to speak negatively about just how much of a tough SOB Jimmy Garoppolo is. Non-throwing shoulder, hanging on by a limb. That's why he's out right now, and, and the team hasn't dealt for him because he played hurt most of uh, 2021. So it's so interesting to hear things change. Talking about the narrative surrounding Jimmy Garoppolo. All, all those, the, the comments that, that Edelman was referring to, uh, that would have just been too difficult to edit for our producer uh, in studio today, Don, Donald Hankerson. It was just cuss words galore. Martellus Bennett was on somebody else's podcast and basically just went off about that specific situation that Edelman was ref was referring to and, and speaking about Jimmy Garoppolo and why, in Martellus Bennett's case, he thinks that, you know, he's not the hardest cookie in the, in the pack of Oreos. Um, but I wanted to talk to you guys about this and give you this different spin and angle on it. Because Jimmy Garoppolo, as you all know, was able to change the narrative about himself in NFL circles in the media. Obviously, this is a hit on his credibility and that toughness that people have been lauding him about and lauding him for over the last few seasons. You talk to guys in San Francisco that are on that beat and, and that cover that team on a day-to-day -day basis and are in that market, Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the toughest SOBs to play the position, according to multiple multiple people out there. That, that's all you can really pick up. That, that's one of the first things somebody will say to you when you talk about Jimmy Garoppolo and what he brings to a football team. They rave about his leadership and how, how, how tough he is and, and his ability to want to fight through injury. It doesn't sound like the Jimmy Garoppolo that Julian Edelman and Martellus Bennett are referring to. No, no. Not the same guy, clearly. So I wanted to bring this to you guys. You can tap in with me on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter as well, N-E-L-L underscore BCP. Might be far-fetched here. Jimmy Garoppolo was able to change the narrative surrounding himself dating a few years back when he wasn't considered a guy that was tough or a leader. Now fast forward to 2021, if you ask any member of the San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo was one of the hearts and souls of that team. Displaying his toughness on a week-to-week -week basis, playing through injury, leading this team to the postseason, winning a playoff game, going on the road at Dallas. He made winning throws, big-time throws this postseason. 
and his non-throwing shoulder hanging on by a limb. He was able to change that narrative. Does that situation give you any faith and confidence that Carson Wentz, our quarterback here in the nation's capital, will be able to shed the bad narrative that's surrounding him right now? That he's not a good teammate in the locker room? That he's uncoachable? That he's not a good leader? All the narratives that were created out there in the Philadelphia market, all the narratives that were created out there in Indianapolis, guys at the Athletic like Zach Kiefer putting out hit pieces on Carson Wentz, attacking his character in the type of man that this guy is. Jimmy Garoppolo was able to shed that terrible narrative that was stuck to his name and attached to him, that he wasn't a leader, that he wasn't tough. We saw it in 2022. Showing you just how tough of an SOB he is. Does that situation give you confidence, give you faith? And Carson Wentz being able to change the narrative surrounding himself here in Washington? Tap in with me. I want to hear from you guys. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. I've chosen my side of the Carson Wentz debate. We haven't had any talent like him in my lifetime at the quarterback position. I'm a firm believer in guys getting extra chances. And I think, quite frankly, he figures it out here in D.C. And I really just can't wait until September when we can actually see it on the field. When we can actually see the talk come to fruition. When we got some film to digest. All the speculation will be over with. We'll have a product and, a fi- a product and stats on the field to evaluate this guy. But I'm asking you guys out there, do you think it's possible, based off of the Jimmy Garoppolo situation, for Carson Wentz to flip the narrative surrounding himself out there in the media in the National Football League? We got to take a quick break here. Don't move. When we come back, we'll switch gears here a little bit and take things over to the hardwood. I know you guys have been waiting all show long for me to hit on our Washington Wizards and their big moves the other day. Your Washington Wizards active on the heels of free agency. I'll recap their big move they made today. And tell you what work is still left to be done. Ride with me. Lenell Willingham here with you on 106.7 The Fan. We're also streaming live nationally on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Lenell Willingham here with you on The Fan. It's been a fun show so far to this point. Been NFL heavy. All right, here to start the show. We'll talk some hoops here now. Let's switch things over to the hardwood. Top of the hour, I'll be joined by NBA TV's Chris Miles to take a spin around the NBA. But right now, we'll keep it local. Your Washington Wizards continuing to check off items on that honey-do list for Tommy Shepard in this offseason. As we mentioned, a tremendously large offseason for the Wizards heading into this summer. Free agency. About 20 hours away from getting kicked off. Um, Tomorrow is when teams are officially able to start meeting with free agents from other teams. And Tommy Shepard, you got to commend him. Continuing to be aggressive and creative in trying to improve this, quite frankly, let's call it what it is, this mediocre roster that the Washington Wizards have. Um, Well-documented the needs of this basketball team. 
they mentioned it uh, in their post-draft and pre-draft media availability. We need some more dogs on this roster. In my opinion, it's been a solid offseason, you know, to this point for Washington, dating back to last week with the selection of Johnny Davis Jr., Big Ten Player of the Year from the University of Wisconsin, an All-American. Told you last time I was on with you. We haven't seen Washington draft a player as decorated as Johnny Davis Jr. on the collegiate level. A guy come in with those type of accolades from college joining this Wizards team. Obviously, the big news of the day, Washington and Tommy Shepard working the phones once again. This time, they end up netting their starting point guard for the 2022 season. and. They ship out Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Ish Smith to the Denver Nuggets in exchange for Monty Morris and Baltimore's own Will Barton. And as I'm getting ready for the show, and I get the Twitter alert that, that the trade went down, I said, oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Uncle Tommy, add it again. Add it again. Because in my opinion, look, the trade is a win. On paper, any way you look at it, it's a win. Ish Smith, the guy last year, who was a liability for the Washington Wizards on the defensive end and as far as his shot selection. But more specifically on the defensive end, not your traditional point guard, more of a score. They pair him up with KCP and send him out of town. I loved what KCP was able to bring to the Wizards a season ago, though. Just stability and that veteran presence in the locker room uh, was on display right away. Uh, if you ask any of the young guys on this Wizards roster, you know they'll tell you, you know, just how instrumental KCP was to their growth a season ago. Kyle Kuzma, one of the, one of the guys that came out on Twitter today, uh, thanking KCP for his contributions here in Washington. And if you know about the relationship between Kuz and KCP, it dates all the way back to their days with the Lakers. That was, you know, KCP was Kyle Kuzma's vet. You know, his rookie year, the one that the vet that took him under his wing. So obviously you don't want to lose a guy like that. But when you're able to get the return that you got, I don't know how Tommy do it. I don't know if he's got a grudge or, or, or some type of secret information over the other GMs out there around the league. I don't know if, if somebody messing around somewhere and Tommy got all the dirt. But to be able to finesse another deal like this. It's mind-blowing. I, I, I honestly look at it like, wow. This is like the third or fourth time we've seen him do this. The past 18 months for this franchise have been a whirlwind. He starts off shipping out John Wall for Russell Westbrook, a then-injured John Wall who hadn't played in a season for Russell Westbrook, who at the time wasn't looked at how he's looked at right now. There was still a lot left in the tank. And I'll go on the record here right now. I still think there is a lot left in the tank for Russell Westbrook. I think it's all about them getting an adult in the room now that they have one. Talking about Darvin Ham in L.A. with the Lakers, a real coach that's going to push him to be the player that they need him to be and get him to put his ego to the side. But Tommy Shepard being able to flip that deal, turning John Wall into Russell Westbrook. Then you get a year out of Westbrook, you make the playoffs, you get swept in the first round. Tommy says, okay, load him up. Put the, put, put the bricks in the truck. We'll flip it again. Russell Westbrook flipped 
for a staple of veterans that includes Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyle Kuzma, KCP, and Montrez Harrell. That's four guys that on pretty much any playoff contending team, that's your rotation. That, that is a big chunk of a rotation you're able to get back in exchange for Russell Westbrook. Obviously well-documented the way that the trade ends up working out. On paper, initially it looked like the Wizards had swindled everybody, but we saw the way it trickled out throughout the season. Montrez Harrell ends up being a cancer in the locker room. Spencer Dinwiddie, a shell of himself, coming off that ACL surgery that he dealt with the season prior. And KCP, though, what was the, the, the shining light and the silver lining in that deal, in my opinion? But for Tommy Shepard to be able to continue to wheel and deal, you got to commend the effort here. A lot of teams that are stuck in the purgatory that Washington is stuck in, it's because of their front office not being aggressive and being complacent and not being, not being aggressive enough and trying to make any moves to improve the team. But Tommy knows that there's pressure on him to build a winner in our nation's capital. Bradley Beal has made it well-known. Do you want me to re-sign here on a max deal? You got to improve this roster. And I think today was the first step or the second step, in my opinion, in doing that. The groundwork started last week when you drafted Johnny Davis Jr. out of Wisconsin. Now just continuing to add to that, you had a guy in Monty Morris who was a starter last time, uh, last year for a majority of the year, the first time in his career. And he puts up the sixth best assist to turnover ratio in the National Basketball Association. He's exactly what the doctor ordered at the point guard position for the Washington Wizards. A guy who is a legitimate threat from the perimeter. Monty Morris, you can look this up. I don't cap to you. Shot 39% from three a season ago in Denver. A guy that was instrumental in leading that team to the playoffs. Doing a commendable job taking over that starting uh, point guard role in place of Jamal Murray, who tore his ACL the last year before. So being able to bring him and fill a need that was the most glaring, in my opinion, on this roster, talking about the point guard position. And he's not just the guy that's out there trying to hunt his own shot. We mentioned six-best assist-to-turnover ratio in the NBA. Defensively, he's a menace. Stands at 6'2", but has got a wingspan close to 6'6". Exactly what the doctor ordered on the defensive end for the Washington Wizards. A guy that's got some of that dog in him that Tommy Shepard and company was talking about. His ability to contain the dribble on the defensive end is where I think you'll see you know, his biggest addition being. You also throw in Will Barton in that deal. A veteran who's been in this league for a pretty long time. A professional scorer from the wing position. A guy who can create his own shot. Another solid veteran to come into this locker room and show some of these young guys like Danny Avdia, Corey Kispert, Rui Hachimura, Daniel Gafford, how to be a pro, how to get it done. And I love the fact that he's from the area. We mentioned he's a Baltimore kid. So all in all, in my opinion, solid deal uh, from the Washington Wizards. I got faith in Uncle Tommy to keep making these aggressive moves and do whatever he has to do in order to keep Bradley Beal happy. When we get back, who heads? Tune in to me. Chris Miles from NBA TV will join me and give me his thoughts on the Wizards' moves, plus everything else that's happening around the association as we're just a day away from the start of free agency. Don't go anywhere. Ride with me. Listen to 106.7 The Fan. We're also streaming live nationally on the Odyssey app. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 